everybody. This is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Okay, so you were just saying that you were. <laughs> um, well, I'm coming down off my weekend. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I have a voice today, which is more than I had yesterday, and uh, you know. But I'm a little bit like a kid, like after Christmas. I'm a little. <sighs> okay, so I just have, I'm, I'm winding myself down. <laughs> So what you're saying is there's a little bit of a letdown after the big game. There, there might be a little bit of a letdown. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you the pro of the whole thing is that it happened early in the season. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of football left, yeah. and I mean, I, I couldn't keep that intensity level up until like November. It would have killed me. I was going to say, no, you can't. You would have killed yourself. Yeah. Okay. I would have spiraled out of control. <laughs> Yeah, you'd have, you'd have like fallen out in the grocery store one day, and they said, what, yeah. "What happened?" And they would say, "It was it was football." That's it. My family would have put me in some sort of college football rehab program. Yeah, they wouldn't have had meals, but I could tell you every stat on Johnny Manziel that you needed to know. And now I can I can slowly bring myself down. I've read all the post game coverage. I've analyzed where things went wrong. I've evaluated how I feel like we're going to do the rest of the season. I've, I've charted all our various possibilities to make nat- different bowl games. <laughs> and um, and I feel okay about it. I feel like I've come to terms with it. And it really was the most fun weekend. But it was one of those where we just, I mean, we went all weekend long. Yeah. So I've been in my pajamas all day. And then, I, like I told you, Caroline's home sick. So that has helped with the let down process. So so what you're saying it's it's not really that you're any less obsessed. Oh no. It's just that you have you have shifted your perspective back to one who has to function in society. Yes. <laughs> yes. And who can't spend the rest of the fall on message boards is what you're that, saying. You're just that's ex- you're that's dialing exactly, it back. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. So I feel like I can I've I've simmered down a little bit and um anyway, so I've I've got my perspective back and then, you know, I got home and Caroline had a sore throat last night and I took her to the doctor this morning because her eyes were all glassy and she has strep. And and I had her into the clinic by like ten fifteen this morning and they said she was already the fourth kid from her school that day they'd seen with strep. So Ooh. tis the season, mm-hmm. apparently. Tis the season for sure. But if you remember every year she gets sick right before dot mom. Yeah, she does get sick every year mm-hmm. before dot mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so with any luck, maybe I'll get it by Thursday. Oh, please don't say that. <laughs> that won't be any fun. Please don't get it. I'm teasing. I'm I'm drinking my I'm drinking my healthy tea and I'm you know, I'm I think I'll be okay. What so. healthy tea are you drinking? Well, I've got all my you know, I've got that good and plenty tea. It's herbal, isn't it? Doesn't have some herbs in it? <laughs> It has some herbs. It has some you know sort that, of that, that, I do you know, I love that tea. I love that tea. But, you know, I drank it. You remember last spring, I got that. We have turned into old people because we're sitting here talking about sickness. <laughs> yes, but I do remember. So, you know, well, Velma has bursitis. But you remember la- last spring when I was the sickest I've ever been in my adult life, when I got that virus of doom or whatever it yes. was that was going around, I was so sick. The day before I got that virus, I drank like that tea because I kind of had that feeling like something was coming on oh, and I drank uh-huh. that tea like three times. And so mm-hmm. now I associate that tea with, you know, which essentially that was, I think, some kind of flu that I had. Uh, so I associate that tea with, like, that feeling of getting the flu. And I can't, like I thought today, I was wheeling down the, the tea aisle at Publix. And I thought, I can't do it. I'm just I'm not. 
I'm oh, not that's in any condition. Shame. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a shame. I'm that's hoping such... I'll get it back. I'm hoping I'll get yeah. it back. But I just right now I still I can't. Uh-huh. It does not. It, it does not sound good to me. I know. Well, you know, before I got that virus, I had had the au gratin potatoes. <laughs> I forgot we both had that virus. Yes. Oh. oh, so terrible. It was so bad. It was so bad. Uh, That's the only time I can ever remember literally like like crying out in my like from the bed like like making like oh. <laughs> Where I just I felt so bad. You just wondered when the truck hit you and why did you not get out of the way? Uh-huh. I just remember it was weeks before. I mean, like it was like at some point, like days after I could eat again, but it was weeks <laughs> before food had any enjoyment for me again. <laughs> all I wanted, say you have that all gratin potato. All I wanted for like a month after that virus was a baked potato. That was the only food in the world uh-huh. I wanted. Uh, I did not want a potato. <laughs> I'll tell you what turned the corner for me. Papa Papa John's cinnamon pie. For whatever reason, I craved cinnamon after that. Like I had the cinnamon pie. Cinnamon? I did. I had cinnamon pie. Same went opposite because I had the cinnamon tea. I couldn't do the cinnamon. That's it. You had the That's potato. It. I did the potato. It was like the Lord gave us a, an even exchange. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I was having a potato famine over here while you were having a potato feast. But wait, I need to pause for a second and rewind. Did you say the Papa John's Cinnapie? Yes, have you never had the Cinnapie? No, I did not know such a thing existed. Oh, it'll change your life. What we may ha- be having it tonight. It's the best. It's a dessert pizza. It's the, it's like a, because Perry started ordering pizza because I was so averse to all food. And so he was just ordering pizza. And one night he ordered the Cinnapie. And I was like, that smells good. And I ended up eating like the whole thing. It was the first time food had tasted good to me in weeks. But it's like pizza crust, but then it's like butter and hey, cinnamon. Hold on one second. Hold on. Alex, okay. don't put any of my stuff in the dryer, please. Oh, no. Okay. We, we've discovered the washing machine. Because, you know, we got a new washing machine about six months ago. Yes. And it's got buttons. And so, like, it's on. Oh, I'm sorry. I I interrupted you. Okay. So, it's fine. Pizza crust. It's a pizza crust. And then I guess it's like butter and cinnamon and then icing. Oh. And then you just just eat it. It's delicious hot. It's delicious cold. I still, like, something happened in me, like a Cinepie switch came on. And, I mean, I still, I just crave it. So good. It's only $3.99. Is it a full-size pizza? (laughs) It's like the size of a medium pizza. And it's three ninety nine, like three ninety nine. But I mean, I guess just because I don't know. I guess just cinnamon and icing. I guess it's you know doesn't have all the meats like a pizza. Now I can remember in college we would go to the Pizza Inn buffet, and uh-huh. they had like a chocolate pizza, yeah, an apple pizza. Yes, they called it dessert. I don't know, you know, because uh huh. Yeah, I remember. Well, like I think everybody different pizza places have always had a different dessert pizza that they've offered, and I've never really cared about a dessert pizza, but the Cinepie, something, something turned a corner for me with that. Okay. So are you going to get a Cinepie if y'all order pizza tonight? Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. I will. Yeah, for sure. Um, so anyway, but I don't know if we're ordering pizza tonight. We're kind of, we're very non-committal over here on dinner right now. Okay. Well, I so. have no idea. I'm going to have to, cause occasionally David and Alex will get a chocolate kind of dessert. If we order pizza, I don't like dessert from pizza places as a general rule. No, me neither. Me neither. Okay. But the Cinepie so, is the exception. The Cinepie is the exception. I would not want a chocolate dessert from a pizza place. Yeah. Well, because there's nothing real about that. 
No, but the Cinepod's so good. Like, I'll eat it. I'll eat whatever we have left over for breakfast the next morning. It's also a breakfast pizza. <laughs> so it doubles as a dessert and also uh-huh. a breakfast pastry. Yeah, you get your three ninety nine worth. I'll tell you that. Okay, so what did you do all weekend? Well, we know we know what I did. What did yeah, you do? I, know, I do know what you did. Um, well, I don't know. What did I do? Friday, Friday? I don't know what I did Friday night. I think, I don't know. Okay. It was something. I thought I was going to have to go to Mississippi Saturday because I thought I was going to my hometown to sign some books for our friend who owns a store there. And, but then it, it ended up that I didn't need to go. And so it like, it was like, so Friday night, I spent all Friday night thinking that I was, you know, going to have this and this and this to do. And then I didn't have to do it. And so Saturday I woke up and I thought, you know what? I think I'll watch the simulcast, the, the Beth Moore simulcast. Yes, yes. So I ordered the simulcast and I just sat right here and watched that simulcast. And, um, then I left, I don't know, I ran some errands and things. I just really, we just kind of hung out, went to church, went to lunch, Chewy's as always. Yes, yes. Um, okay. I ran some errands yesterday afternoon. I really like, I'm in that mode, I'm in, I'm in dot mom mode, which means like I have a to-do list every afternoon of kind of what I need to get done before I leave. Yes, yes, so I know. I'm in, I'm in like, I'm in my, my little productive mode. Yes, I know. I was. I had a lot of plans for the day, all of which got derailed. And really, they probably would have, even if Caroline hadn't have been homesick, because I woke up this morning feeling like I'd been hit by a truck. Right. So, I, mm-hmm. so I don't. I don't know that I would have been that productive, even if I hadn't had a child home. Oh, today. I do know one thing that we did. I do know what? one thing that we did. Um, well, so we're like the two people in the world who have not seen Breaking Bad. And yeah, so, I haven't either. Well, I've seen a couple of episodes. Okay, but not really. so it's Friday afternoon, David and I were texting about something. I said, hey, why don't we watch Breaking Bad tonight? Like, this sounded fun to me. This sounded like a uh-huh. new, uh-huh. let's start a new show. I hated it. I could not have hated <laughs> it any more than I did. Mm-hmm. That's always been my impression of it when I've watched it. But oh. I, I felt like maybe, but everybody loves it. So I'm like, well, maybe I just haven't given it. It's very violent. It's very dark. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't need to see somebody. It does not build me up or make me feel any better to watch somebody just embrace the darkest side of themselves. Yes. Maybe it's because that's what I did. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, not Ex- that I was, except let's meth. clarify that you did not cook meth. Yeah. You didn't turn from, you didn't turn to a life of crime. No, no. But, but you know what I mean? Like, I, think yes. I just, I don't, I did not enjoy it at all. And after okay. the first episode, I, I told, I told David, I was like, I don't, I don't think I can watch this anymore. And he said, well, maybe, you know, not the best thing to make a decision off of like one episode. Let's try one more. And then after the second one, I was like, no, that was plenty for me. I think I'm good. Like, this is the kind of thing that will give me bad dreams. I can't watch it. Okay. Okay. So did he like it? No, not really. (laughs) Yeah. Perry, you know what? Perry really didn't either. He watched it a little bit and then he kind of was like, eh. And I thought that's telling because he, listen, if there's a bad TV show, he likes it. So the fact that he didn't enjoy it. Um, yeah. So, okay. Well, it stands to reason that you and I would both not like no, it. I did not care for it at all. And, and, um, and, you know, I had the same reaction. I tried to watch house of cards on Netflix and I had the same reaction to it where I was like, there's nobody in this show to cheer for. Like there's okay. So here's the distinction that I came up with yesterday. Cause it really bothered me. Cause I was like, why don't I like this at all? Because mm-hmm. I like Mad Men and Don Draper's yep. dark character. Yes. But here's the difference. I feel like we know enough about him and we have seen enough good in him to root for him that he's going to get it together 
I think yes. what you see with Breaking Bad is somebody who kind of has it together. Granted, he thinks his life is boring, but he kind of has yes. it together, and then he rejects it. Mm, you know what I mean? Like, gotcha. He has a yeah, yeah, good, yeah. normal life. And maybe, I don't know, maybe I like normal too much, but I just thought, well, things were going just fine until you decided that you were going to cook meth for a living. Like, Yes, yes. I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't care for it at all. And I had actually, I'd been texting with a guy who I taught, I don't know how long ago um, he was working on something and asked me a question. And we were, I said, I think we're about to watch Breaking Bad. And he was like, I did not like it. He said, it was too dark for me. And I should Mm -hmm. have in that moment, I should have said, if it was too dark for him, it's too dark for me. But. Okay. Well, I, I, I have been wanting to watch. I haven't really watched anything. In fact, I've been trying to look at the fall TV to see what I may take on because I know like parenthood's coming back, you know, so a lot of shows are about to start again. Mm -hmm. That'll be part of my normal rotation. But, um, I have heard orange is the new black. That's kind of what I've been wanting to watch. But see again, prison, I don't know that I would enjoy it. Uh, well, I don't know that I would enjoy it, but it seems like maybe there's some redemption stories okay. in there. I don't know. Maybe there aren't. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, um, I will say, um, speaking of old shows, Scandal um, premieres on my birthday. Oh, well, that is just, I mean, I, don't, I can't, that's the one I really can't wait for. I know, so, that and Parenthood are really going to be my two yes. and favorite I, I for the fall. With, with Scandal, she's making bad choices, but... We want better for her. You know, like we want, yes. we want, we want good things to happen to her. Yes. I don't yes. know. I just, the Breaking Bad thing, I was so disappointed because I was like, so now Homeland's the other one that I've kind of had in the back of my head. And I'm like, okay, so if there's not anybody to root for in it, I can't watch it. But yeah. That seems to be my, that, that seems to be sort of the litmus test for me. Can I root for somebody in this show? If I cannot, mm-hmm. I don't like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, well, I, th- I understand that. I think that's, you need to have a, you know, a, a hero or something in yeah. a show. I just, I, I don't know. Sense. The Breaking Bad, I just, I was like, I can't believe this is as popular as it is. And I know people like it, and I think that's great that people like it, but I just, it was not for me. Well, but everybody likes that Game of Thrones, too, and isn't that about, like, zombies or Vikings <laughs> or something? I don't even know what it's maybe, about. Maybe it's about zombie Vikings. <laughs> I have no idea what it's about, honestly. But people don't seem to like it. I think it's very violent. Yes, yes. I just, I can't do a ton of violence. Like it, I mean, I know that sounds weird because, I mean, scandal can be violent. I mean, everything has some violence. But I was violent, but it was so so completely improbable Mm -hmm. that it felt different. Because really, it, it really was like. Oh, somebody's trying to, he's got a bulldozer now and he's going <laughs> to, he's going to tear down the building where the people are that are trying to kill him. I mean, it just, it got crazy. Yes. So, yes. Anyway. I know. So that's my, that's my TV, my current, okay. current state of my TV life. I did watch the first or the first Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders thing. Oh, is it started again? Well, I think, I think it started a while back, but the first one that my DVR Grabbed. Okay, buddy, be careful walking. Um, the first one that my DVR grabbed was this past weekend. So I watched a little bit of that, but not the whole thing. And then, what else am I watching? Nothing. Um, I know. That's uh, Now, you know what I have recorded that I have not watched? I just, I feel like back to school starts, and I think I'm going to have all this time. But during the day, I can't, I don't really watch TV, and I've been so tired at night that I go to bed, so I don't right. stay up late. And then Perry has on hunting shows and whatever. So, like, last night I had to come in the other room to watch Miss America. 
So we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so I had to come in the other room to watch Miss America. Otherwise, I'm on the computer and he's watching whatever dumb show he's watching. Pig Man, Ted Nugent, <laughs> whatever. Right. And so I just tune him out. But I had recorded The White Queen, which came on some something. It was a Philippa Gregory, The White Queen, and it was all that. And I know you don't like to watch things where people didn't have air conditioning, no. but I like hey, all that, that British. Did you read that book one time? I read... Well, I don't think the book I read was The White Queen, because that's her newest, but I read one of those type, because yeah. I read, she's the one that wrote The Other Bolin Girl, which I loved, and then I read another one, and it was not as good, but I'm kind of intrigued by that whole British monarchy thing. Yes, so. I'm intrigued by the British monarchy as well in winter, like, yes. if it is in winter, I am intrigued, but I remember you reading that second one, and you gave it to me, because I was about to fly somewhere. And then, like, I read, like, four pages and died laughing. I was like, there's no, yes. there's no way I'm ever, I'm never, ever, ever going to gonna read this book. No, no. It just, yeah. it's And it's a shame because I really, The Other Balloon Girl is so good. And I've tried, so I've wanted to like her other books. And I just, I don't like them as much. But I recorded The White Queen because I thought maybe I would like that. But I haven't watched it. Okay. And I, I, truth be told, it'll probably stay on my DVR. It's, it'll be like Mr. Selfridge. That was the other one I, <laughs> I, I recorded you know, all watch, Mr. Selfridge. I tried and I, to watch, I watch like two. Yes, that. for I think I tried two episodes uh-huh. of that. It was it did not catch on with me. I found the main character to be a distraction in that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Jeremy Piven drove me crazy because it was like he was playing it, playing himself. Yes. I don't know. Very, I couldn't. He good did warning, just, everyone. It's good. I mean, yeah, it's very yes. animated. And maybe he was very animated in real life, but it did. It was too much for PBS. Where, yes. where I'm much more used to people talking in hushed tones. Yes, I need a soothing, I need a soothing, like call the midwife. I need, I need Sister Angelica and, you know, I don't know. Let's see, I can't think of anybody's names. <laughs> well, I need I Lady Mary. I need, there you go. That's her name. What's that? What, what are those Downton Abbey people called? See, the Crawleys. I'm just. The Crawleys, sorry. yes. I yeah. did see, yeah, that starts back, I think next week in, in whatever country that is, England. Yes. yes. I thought, I wonder if I should do that thing that people seem to have that work around where they can watch it. But I yes. think I'm going to wait until it comes on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's something about it because I feel like it's, it's just, I don't know. It's enjoyable to watch it as America watches it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's enjoyable to watch it with America. Yeah. Speaking of America. Um, yes. Okay. So the pageant. Oh my! Now I need to say I missed the intros. I and oh. I have it. On, I didn't watch that part. I have it recorded, but I have not watched it. Let so I jumped just in late. Say I really did wonder if there is a person who specializes in puns, uh. and that person comes on board the Mystic America pageant for a week and says, "Okay, so what do you got going on? Okay, let's take your state name. Let's take your last name." Let's take your state motto. But, like, it is every contestant, I would say, on average, has three puns in her introduction. Uh, the best, though, was that they had told them all, so after you introduce yourself, start to dance. So. Oh, no. So. That's like you just described my worst nightmare. <laughs> so my you, worst you got nightmare. all these. It's very footloosey. Like, you've got all these people in, like, their little impromptu dances. They're dancing on porches. They're dancing on the beach because, you know, that's what you do on the beach. You dance. And then they would introduce themselves. And then before the camera would cut away from them, you would see them break into the dance. 
And then uh, there were a few girls who were sitting on stools. And so they had to introduce themselves and then they had to kind of dance on the stool, like without, without moving. It was, it was 74 kinds of awkward and it was delightful. Every, every second of it was a delight. Uh, I'm sad second. I missed it. Did Miss Alabama, it's painful for me to say this, but did she have on her roll tide dress? No, she didn't. Apparently that was for that parade. They all had on the same dress. It was very 1974 in the sense that they all had on variations of the same dress. So okay. they all kind of were wearing the same-ish thing. It was like the Carol Burnett show, you know, when the, my, okay. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, or like the Mandrell sisters, that sort of thing. Yes. Variations <laughs> um, on a theme. And, um, so that they didn't, we didn't see those dresses, the fancy dresses, okay. but okay. anyway, so they did that. And then, you know, then they did the top 15 and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it was just, there are a few things in life that bring me as much joy, as much joy as a pageant. Uh, well, it's a it talent was, competition. It's got to have a talent competition. Yes. Otherwise, who cares? But I felt like the swimsuits, I guess, didn't they used to all have like a standard issue swimsuit that they all wore? And last night I felt like they all got to pick their own swimsuits. Has it always been like that? Have I, I missed it? I how long that's been going on last year. For the last few years, you know, they've always had the two-piece op. They've had the two-piece option. And now nobody yes. wears a one-piece. I mean, you wear a one-piece. You're just. Yeah. No, you might as well go. You might as well just sit with, stay, yeah, stay at the mm-hmm. house. Yeah, sit with your grandma by the pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I felt like they had, the, they definitely did some interesting, had some interesting swimsuit choices. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I just feel like there are some awkward cam- camera angles in that whole yes. thing, and I'll just leave it at that. Yes, yes. Well, and I'm going to tell you, there wasn't one evening dress that I would have given you money for. No, me either. I thought they were terrible. I thought they were terrible. In fact, if I had, I don't even know that I could choose one that I would, I, I wouldn't want any of them. They either look like bad wedding gowns. Yes. Or they look cheap. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to think if there was, if I had to pick one. I liked the idea of Miss Kansas's that blue with that rhinestone belt. I can't remember you know, hers. It, it was strapless. It had a peplum. Oh, yes, I did, because she said she, it wasn't what you would expect. And I thought, yes, because it's not very revealing. Right. Yes, yep. yes. But that was that was the only one. But, but really, none of them. I just, I wasn't, I wasn't impressed. Miss Georgia with that peplum. I mean, I thought, that, that is a bold move. Mm-hmm, it was. The, it was. Pe- it was a big peplum. It was a yeah, 1992 was. peplum. I mm-hmm. mean, it was it, a gunny sacks peplum. Mm-hmm. It was, it was what some girls... Yeah, well, and some girls today might call that a skirt. They might <laughs> ditch the bottom half of that. And I saw something yesterday. You know how they like to wear it? We didn't have any piano players in talent last night. But you know how the girls who play piano like to wear the pants, but then it has like a quarter skirt that wraps around it or like a yeah, oh, yes. quarter. Uh-huh. Somebody called that a spork, and I thought that's exactly what it is, oh. a spork skirt. It is a spork skirt. I've never thought about that. That's my but, favorite. Yeah. Of all pageant outfits, that and the one-piece, like, rhinestone pantsuit, those are my two favorites. Yeah, of, that's a, those, are, mm-hmm. those are good ones. The, the rhinestone one-piece pantsuit was always a big favorite with girls who did ventriloquism for a talent. I guess because you don't uh-huh. have to worry about things moving. You know, it's all it's all one piece. It's going to be yes. stable and secure. Um, yes. What, one time a girl who won Miss Mississippi did magic for her talent, and, and mm. she wore the one piece, um, which I felt like was good because, you know, if you're pouring milk into a paper bag yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know, you, you need to uh-huh. have the security of a 
garments that's right. that are going to get out of whack. That's right. You don't want to pull a rabbit out of a hat <laughs> and have something fall out. No, you don't. But uh-uh. um, I enjoy the pantsuit, the one-piece pantsuit, but the, uh-huh. we didn't get any of, the, any of those last night. No, but I, I, I'm going to tell you what I thoroughly enjoyed, though, was Miss New York. I liked her Bollywood outfit. Oh, she is That was gorgeous. gorgeous. I mean, she is beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah, and she she pulled off that yellow. All I could think of is, you know, my nanny used to always say that yellow is a very hard color for anyone to wear. It is. It is a hard it, color. Mm-hmm. And she looked gorgeous in it. She looked beautiful. I didn't necessarily like the dress, but the color on her was gorgeous. Right. It was striking. So, and, and that Bollywood, I was thinking I would like hang that in my living room or something. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I like the colors, that red with the turquoise and I the know, whole, pretty. I like that whole look. She could win. She's so pretty. She could win Miss Universe. She's that kind mm-hmm. of pretty. So mm-hmm. I do, yeah. you know, I love the question and answer. I love, I love that part. I love that yes. the girl said that, that we should do something or that the UN and Congress should do something about Syria or we yeah. should do something about <laughs> Syria, maybe with the UN and Congress. Yes, maybe with the UN and Congress. But I think it's so not fair because how does somebody get Miley Cyrus and then somebody else gets, what should we do about Syria? I'm like, I'd be so bitter if I got the Syria question. I know. Somebody else gets the Miley Cyrus softball, you know, like. How do you get to be a judge, though? I would love to be a judge. And any, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't have to be Miss America. I would just love to judge a pageant. I think if we move into the ranks of D-list celebrities, we have a shot. Because <laughs> that appeared to be the case last night. No offense to Lance Bass. Well, so I had the, tw- I was on Twitter. Yes. And I had, um, you know, I was on the blog. And then I, there was this huge group text going with my college friends. Mm-hmm. And the group text is sort of the bane of my existence. Yeah, um, I don't like it either. I, but, last, but last night it worked. It was fitting. But when mm-hmm. Lance Bass, um, you know, when they introduced him, I was like, Marion, it's Lance Bass. Yes. What about Lance? What about and Lance? His- He's a judge. He was the judge last night. So, but I mean, but I think if you're judging along with somebody who was on a, a, a TV show on Bravo on about, you know, the food, what's that? Top Chef. God. <laughs> who was there from Top Chef? Isn't that the one? The Carla? Isn't that her oh, name? Yeah, Carla, Carla with the Top glasses. Chef. That's exactly right. I like Carla. She was, I'd like her too, but I just thought, I don't know how you go from being on Top Chef to a pageant. She has that show called The Chew Now or something like that. Uh, I've never seen okay. the chew. I have only heard no. people speak of the chew. Is it about food? No, I, I don't even know what it's about. I don't know. Isn't there a show also called The Talk? There is. And okay. The View. I, How are you supposed to keep them all straight? I don't know. I don't. I, I mean, <laughs> clearly, I don't either. I don't know what they do on all of them. Well, it was good fun. So the Miss America pageant. It was, it's always I loved it. good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was good. And Twitter makes it so much more fun, too. It really too. does. Mm-hmm, to see everybody's thoughts and everything else. I felt like everybody was cheering on Miss Florida and her knee brace. <laughs> well, and the whole thing about how, which one was it? Was it Maryland who wanted to do archery? No, it wasn't Maryland. Which one wanted to do archery? And they told no. her they couldn't have projectile objects. And so she yes. had to sing. So she chose that. Kansas. 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 And so she yes. chose, chose to sing an opera song. Yes, yeah, just because that's as you do when as you can't you do, do your archery. Yes, yes. I, oh, I can't do archery. Okay, mm-hmm. opera, clearly. I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna sing opera. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sing opera. Well, and I, um, I thought Miss Florida, just the fact that her, I mean, kudos to her parents for the most creative spelling of Miranda uh, I've ever seen. I mean, it had a biblical reference kind of in it. It did. Mer. It was Miranda. Mer- Mm-hmm. Anda. I mean, like, was she fair. was she was a, a gift, and it, her name indicated very, that. 
It was very fancy. We had some Irish clogging, which I felt like was good. I appreciate that you called it clogging. Wasn't that what it's called? Well, Irish know. dance. Irish step dance, but it's clogging yes. in my book. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what we used to call it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Miss Kansas, she couldn't do archery. She was also the one that had the tattoo, which I felt like was very edgy for Miss America. Yes, it was. But I pray, you know what? I think um, somebody asked me during the, the pageant what I thought about that. And I said, you know, I kind of am like, I'd rather her own it than. I, yes, you know, try to cover it up with makeup and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know. But I'm good for her. Good for her. So I do wish I could have been in the room with my mama and Martha, though, when that when that was that whole uh, competition. I just can you even imagine? Mama is not a fan of the two pieces. No, and who was it that sang "On My Own" uh, from Lemez? And I thought it was going to be Patty Labelle's version <laughs> of "On My Own." Remember, that's only I was like, how uncultured am I that to me I go to Patty Labelle? Well, that version of "On My Own" was everything I love about a vocal talent in a pageant. Yeah. <laughs> everything starts in a low octave. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. give you somewhere to yeah. go. Got some good choreographed yeah. m- movements. The dress is really the whole point. Yes, I yes. enjoyed that very much. Mm-hmm. It was good. I felt like it was a good. I feel like Chris Harrison. He lends a nice air to a pageant. <laughs> he lends a dignified air to a pageant. Mm-hmm. 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 He doesn't say he's not taking it too seriously, which I appreciate. Right. So anyway, well. Okay. Well, we got anything else that we can um, talk about? Well, I'm going to tell you, I have a problem. I was going to write about this on the blog, okay, are but you checking I'll, your email ahead. or something? Yeah, can you hear clicking? Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I was just clicking keys. I'm sorry. No, I'll stop. Okay. Um, I'm multi, Oprah calls it multitasking. <laughs> um, I, okay. I've, I've discovered, I have dark spots on my face, call them liver spots, call them sunspots, mm-hmm. call them mm-hmm. melanoma in training. I don't know. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. But if anybody has any good suggestions, I mean, I know there's a million products out there. Clinique has one. Everybody has one, but I don't know which one. I mean, they're pricey though, so I want to buy one that's going to work. I don't know. I don't know what to do You're about, about them. To get covered up in some stuff, I'm about well, to tell you. Like you have opened the floodgates. Well, if it works, I'll take it because I've I got just, one I, little place that I've noticed. I just noticed it for the first time this summer. Um, mm-hmm. I've got one little place on the right side of my of my face that kind of kind of bugs me. Yeah, it's just, well, and I've been wanting to go get, well, I think I talked about it on the last podcast. You know, I want to go get one of those facials that's like the light, it's like a fruit peel, so it's not a chemical peel, but I was waiting until after the football game because I knew that there was no way I was going to be able to keep all the sun off my face for the football game. So, see how my whole entire life was revolving around that football game. including your skincare. Yes, including my skincare. But now that that is over, I feel like I can get serious because now I don't really, I will not be in the sun. I can protect myself because I've even started carrying an umbrella to Caroline's soccer games. I've become that person. Well, good for you. I think, it, well, I, like my thing right now is my arms because they're always, in, like my left arm is always in sun in the car. Yes. And now, you know, it started to show that, 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 you know, I have been driving now for about 25 years and yes or longer and yeah. and, and um that arm is just starting to drive me crazy like i thought about going to the dermatologist and saying can we just rake this thing off and start over like yeah. is that an option yes can i get some can i get some different skin here mm-hmm. for my face that's i feel like that's what i need is i need some sort of appeal and then i just need to use better products but it's so hard because i feel like i am a diligent like 
it's hard though in the summer, but I do my best to keep on a hat, to keep on sunscreen, whatever. And they're still there. You I know, know. I'm right. Listen, I feel like this is the year. I feel like for the longest time I woke up in the morning and I saw the same person for many, 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 uh-huh. many years. I uh-huh. feel like this has been the year when I get up in the morning and I go like, Oh sister, like, yeah. Like where yeah. I will think if I have somewhere to go, I will give myself uh-huh. time for my eyelids to recover. Like, yes, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Oh, I know. Listen, I'm going to tell you, you've never seen anything scarier than how I looked Sunday morning when I woke up mm. because I had gone to bed. I don't, I don't know what happened in my sleep. I had gone to bed and my hair was wet when I went to bed and it was, but I mean, my hair had never been bigger. My wrinkles had never been deeper. Mm-hmm. I had dark circles under my eyes. I mean, it was, I was like, Oh, this is yeah. bad times. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm in, I feel like I'm in the midst of a breakdown. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, where I, <laughs> like, I think now before I leave the house, like mm-hmm. I used to just get, put my sunglasses on and go anywhere. And now I'm like, yeah. I don't know that mankind needs to see this. No, I feel like I owe everybody at least the favor of some tinted moisturizer yeah. before I leave the house. Mm-hmm. So um, Caroline looked at me today, which I, this gives you, we were at the doctor's office and there we are because she's sick and she's got strep or whatever. And she looked at me while we were sitting there and she was like, are you okay? She was like, you look terrible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> But I did. I mean, she's like, you've got dark circles and your face is red. I was like, yeah, I'm, I look terrible. That's, <laughs> that's who I am. And? Yeah, that's who I am right now. I also had a weekend that I spent eating nothing but taquitos and chicken salad and Taco Bell tacos <laughs> and breakfast tacos. Oh, I know. All the mini and, Mexican foods. Yes. And apparently that doesn't really sit as well with your entire system in- it did when you were 21. You don't rebound as fast. No, you don't rebound as fast. Mm-mm. We went in, Gully and I left the chicken on Friday and we went because we saw a friend of mine whose son was in Caroline's class last year that she was at a place called the Ptarmigan, mm-hmm. which is an old bar in College Station. I mean, actually, it's not in College Station. It's in downtown Bryan. It's the Ptarmigan that starts with a P. It's the P Ptarmigan. Oh, okay, gotcha. And um, so we were like, oh, let's go surprise her. We were just going to go run in there for a minute. And we walked in. Well, they still let people smoke. In the oh, I am just as sorry. And we walked in and literally I took one breath of that air and I had to turn around and walk back out. And we both coughed and hacked all the way home. I mean, you've just never seen anything like it. I was like, when, do, you know, because there used to be a day that you didn't think anything about walking in somewhere with cigarette no. smoke because it was everywhere. You know, it was just part of it. But I mean, I felt like I was going to need a breathing treatment after like one minute. What is that? You know, my sensitivity to smell is off the charts and it's every it's cigarette smoke it's perfume oh my gosh oh, America, yeah. can we just stop it with the perfume uh-huh, it's uh-huh. it's um unless it's an herbal smell i can't if any kind of floral smell it is it is an instant headache for me i don't know what that yes. is yes i agree it, it i i'm same i'm same i cannot handle it i cannot I handle do, it. i cannot do any any anybody's perfume odds are it's gonna like, it's going to shoot me straight up to headache. So I walk uh-huh. around, like, at church, I walk around a lot with, like, my hand under my nose. Because it's the only way to avoid all the smells. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I had to quit using that sexy intrigue deodorant because it was too much <laughs> sexy intrigue for me. It's too much. Every every product that I have is either, like, lavender, uh-huh. aloe. I mean, I just uh-huh. I eat eucalyptus, but I can't take any kind of floral smell it just sends me into the stratosphere with the headache 
I know. Speaking of uh, lavender, you mentioned, so my friend that owns Hummingbird Farms, yes. the lavender farm, she is uh, bringing out a new line of lotions in different scents. And she sent us one. It's called the Julia. It's named after her deceased mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. But it's like kind of patchouli and something. And it is divine. Is it on I'm her website? No, it's not yet. Okay. It's co- it's coming. So um, anyway, but it's you're going to need to try it because it is something else. It is delightful because you know that lotion is like i mean i feel like we have any skin condition that comes along in this family we have cured it with that lotion i know it works for everything it's the best stuff ever and that scent see that to me is just a delightful scent because it's so subtle and i just i love it that is my that is my gold standard of scents it's very good Mm -hmm. that you know if we run out perry i mean it's like we that's we got to get on the hotline if we get down (laughs) to just one bottle left well i've I've told my brother about it like i've gotten him started on it and because if you have really dry skin it's the best it is it is hummingbird farms okay so you know i don't know if you saw i put this on instagram but the rimmel the lash extender or something like that i think that's what it's called mascara is delightful Oh, okay. Where do you buy that? Drugstore. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to try it. I just bought another thing of L'Oreal Voluminous. Did you check out at Cosmetics? I did not. I bought it at Target. I bought it at Target. Um, Well, you know, but I will say, because probably six months ago, sometime after the first of the year, I don't remember. I've lost all track of time. But I invested and bought Dior Show because all these years I'd always wanted to try Dior Show and I could not make myself pull the, pull the trigger on spending that much money and I bought it and I used it and it's fine but ultimately I was not I did not feel like it was worth a second purchase I'm the same, I bought the I bought the Lancome the Hypnos or Hypnos I don't know how you say uh-huh. it because I kept reading great things about it and it was way too wet for me like it would it was so wet like you needed to give your eyes if you blinked you know it was going to smear and all that kind of stuff oh, and I kept yeah. like I thought I, I think I'm a drugstore mascara person Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just think, I mean, how many different formulations can you really have right. in a mascara? I mean, at some point, you've got to think there's only so many different ways you can make that. Well, I think this is called Lash Accelerator. I think it's what it's called, but it's good. I like oh. it a lot. Okay. Well, I may need to try it's it. It's got a I good brush that doesn't get clumpy on stuff on well, it. Well, somebody was telling me, oh, the girl that cuts my hair was telling me that her sister, the girl that cuts my hair, she goes and gets eyelash extensions mm-hmm. because, of course, um, which is really not in my budget. And she was saying that her sister used to go get eyelash extensions and then she couldn't afford them anymore. And so she bought her a tube of that Lee lash stuff mm-hmm. at one point. And she said that her sister's eyelashes are so long now. It's like, she's almost about to have to trim them from the Lee lash. Really? Yes. And so I really have been, I, I want to order some, but it's not cheap. And so I just can't, I just, I think it's like a hundred. I think it's like almost a hundred and fifty. I oh, mean, it's that pri- is expensive. That it's is pricey. pricey. Yeah, it's pricey. I mean, I feel like almost a hundred. I could maybe even, <laughs> but I'm like hundred and fifty. I don't know. I would I'd, say even a hundred is a lot to put towards. Well, yeah, eyelashes. Well, it is. That's that's putting a high price on your vanity. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you that. But I. If I knew, but you've got to think that once you get it, it would last a long time. Well, you would hope. I mean, well, I, I still have my original tube of eyebrow serum that I bought. <laughs> That's my favorite product you've ever bought. <laughs> that is my favorite. <laughs> Listen, and it worked, too. It worked. But that's why I still have some of it left, because it worked so well, I didn't really need to use it anymore. Well, 
I, so, I think that's fantastic. But I mean, my thought is, is if I'm a person who'll buy something to grow out my eyebrows, I mean, you think nobody really notices that nearly as much as your eyelashes. So your the eyelash stuff is really just the next logical step. It is, but I just, I don't think I'm going to be able to go there. That just seems like a lot of money to grow out your eyelashes. But I, when she told me that, I was like, oh man, you know, that's one of those where if you had limitless money, you think, oh, that might be worth it. Yeah. If I had limitless money, I'd just get somebody to come put fake eyelashes on me every day, I think. Well, that's true. That's true too. Or eyelash extensions. I don't even know what those are. Well, I don't know how they do them. I mean, I don't know how they do it. But, I mean, the girl that cuts my hair, her eyelashes look gorgeous. But she says she has to go get them replaced, like, every two weeks. That is a commitment. And I, well, yeah. And I looked into that because, you know, I was curious. <laughs> there again, I was not going to go do it because that is so much more maintenance <laughs> than even than I'm going to do. But, I mean, it's like to get your first set of them is like 200 and something dollars. Wow. And then you're still spending like another, I don't know. I mean, that, it's just, you I mean, really to me, unless you're going to have good eyelashes, that's, I mean, unless you're like a anchor person on the news, I just don't know that you need to. <laughs> because of all the people, they have the need <laughs> for the best eyelashes. <laughs> they do. To report serious to report news. All the hard hitting stories. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I do. So. I don't know. I'm just saying there are options out there, but none of which I feel like I necessarily need to spend money well, on know, at like, this juncture. I feel like every time I go to the dermatologist, I say something new. And so the yes. last time I went, I was sitting there waiting for him to come in, and there was some advertisement for some product that lessens the veins around your nose. And I was like, I didn't even oh. know I had veins or like blood vessels around my nose. Like it, it, apparently they can get very red and inflamed, and there's a product that you can put on those to make them be like to diminish them. And I was like, well, I didn't even know I had that until I saw the advertisement. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you, yeah. And then all of a sudden you need to buy it. Then all of a sudden, every time I put on concealer, I'm like, well, if only I could do something for all these blood vessels around my nose. I know. I know. It's like I told Gully at the game on Saturday, I said, you know, my rosacea is going to (laughs) start acting up and I'm going to wish I could go get some she doesn't think that I have rosacea, but I do. So, <laughs> Has that been verified by a doctor is what David would ask me, or is this merely your own personal theory? It's a, it's a self-diagnosis based on pictures I've seen on the internet. It's the way I diagnose everything. Me too. Well, it's the way you know what's going on because you've seen it. You've seen something and, you know. And and I'm telling you, the internet's a scary place. But it's no, it it's did no confirm for a hypochondriac. I'll tell you that. I don't know. Have you? Do you? I saw you had on your booties at the game. No, I had on cowboy boots. Oh, you had on cowboy boots. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. I have not worn my booties yet, and I did not want to wear them to the game. I thought about it, but I didn't want to wear them to the game because they're kind of a faux suede, yes. and I did not feel like they would withstand the weather nor the amount of things that they would have spilled on them in the right. course of okay. the day. I thought that was a bold move if you wore your, your booties. No, I wore cowboy boots, which at A&M, I don't know, but everybody wears cowboy. I mean, like not everybody, but a ton of people wear cowboy boots with whatever they wear, their game day outfit. And I will, I'm, I'll tell you, I was glad for it. Cause I debated between like just my gold flip flops right. or cowboy boots, but Gully just wore gold flip flops. And I mean, she hadn't been out there two minutes before her pedicure was messed up. Oh goodness. You know, cause it's just, I mean, everybody's stepping on your feet and, you know, just it's a lot of people milling around. So I was glad to have a sturdier shoe. But um, I may bring my booties to Dot Mom this weekend. 
Well, I don't know. I'm thinking, I don't know. I have no idea what I'm wearing. So I don't it depends on, I have no idea what I'm wearing. It depends on what I'm wearing. I figure the weather isn't really a factor because we won't ever leave the hotel yet. I need to sit and look and figure out because I feel like from Dallas, I learned, you know, I, I only change clothes. I wear one thing on Friday, one thing on Saturday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it needs to be something comfortable because it's in for the long haul. Well, now, um, have you thought about the whole John Kroll factor? I have thought about it. Okay. I'm just going to get real... out of the way is all I'm going to do. I'm just going to get out of the way. Well, I think, you know, here's the thing. We scared them, and I take solace in that. They did not destroy us. There was a moment in that game where I thought, this is going to be one of those, they're going to beat us by 60 points, right. and it's going to be awful. But the fact that we came within a touchdown, and we put a scare in them, and Nick Saban, even with his cold, cold heart of steel, <laughs> even said that we took 10 years off his life. So I take some solace in that. <laughs> I take some solace in that. And he even, Nick Saban, you could tell he was relieved because he even had a hint of a smile in his post-game press conference. Right, right. So I, I, take, some, I take some solace in that. So, um, you know, and I'm sure John Coyle is going to be nothing but lovely. But <laughs> um, if he's not, then I'll, go, I'll cross that bridge when I have I to come to it. All right, Scarlett. <laughs> I'll think about that tomorrow. tomorrow. But, you know, it is one of those things. And I said this in my blog post today, and Gully and I talked about it, is it's how quick you get spoiled. Because if you had told us two years ago that we would come within a touchdown of playing the number one team in the nation and be ranked in the top ten and all this stuff, we never would have believed it. I mean, we were were a team that, I mean, we lost to Arkansas State. I mean, we have, there have been some dark, dark years for Aggie football. So you have to remember, you can't, you know, yes, we had a lot of hopes and, dreams but there you know a lot can still happen there's a lot of football left there is a lot of football left and there's a lot any there's a lot of teams that Mm -hmm. alabama has to get by that's right and either and either johnny manziel is just that good and mike evans is just that good or alabama's defense isn't that great and i'm not totally sure i think it may be a combination of the two i was talking to a friend of mine this morning he's a big alabama fan and his Mm -hmm. he he's a little worried about the defense on the on the Mm -hmm. alabama side yeah, it, I mean, it didn't, you know, I mean, granted, I mean, we've got two phenomenal players on offense, and they did stop our running game. We were not able to run on them very effectively, but I just think there's a question mark there, and there's for sure a question mark on the A&M defense. Well, yeah, I was going to say, they, they, the A&M defense couldn't stop the run. No. we still running. Oh, he's still running. <laughs> And somebody said it best. I thought this was the truth. After the game, somebody said, we have such a young defense and such an inexperienced defense that they can either stop the pass or the run, but not both at the right. same time. Yeah, you gotta so fix, you're going to get burned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 50% of the time you're going to get burned. So it's just one of those things, I think. it's. But, you know, hopefully we'll figure that out and it'll, and it'll be okay. And then y'all had a heartbreaker oh, of a I game. I mean, I know, I know. I don't mean to bring up well, a bad. You know, we, I mean, we like the Auburn Tigers, the state fans, and the Auburn yes. fans. Yes, we like each other a lot, and so I'm, I really am always so happy for them when they win. But that was just that was terrible. Uh huh. That was terrible. Now, do you feel like, as a state fan, do you feel that Coach Mullen could be in trouble? No, I don't think he's in trouble. I really don't. Okay. I think, given okay. this season, I feel like he'll he'll shift coordinators. Uh-huh. Maybe, but I think he's fine. I really do. I think that all things considered, we're a pretty young team. We had lost a lot of seniors, and so I think that I think he's going to be fine. 
I really do. I think that what we saw, we, we get in those situations where we get ahead and we play to not lose as opposed to playing uh-huh. for win. And I feel like, you know, we went for it on fourth and one, and then we, we punt on fourth and two. I think you just yeah. go. And I think that, you know, I think that changes the whole story. But anyway, yes. Yeah. I don't know. We just okay. got conservative. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know, you're not. Okay. I'm coming in there, sweetie. Okay. I'll be in a minute. I know. I've got a sick girl who's starting to not feel good. So. Okay. Well, this has been a lovely yes. however many I don't minutes. Know that we've talked about anything at all, but you know what? Well, well how is that different from what we always how do? How is that different than what we always do? All right. We'll talk uh, to y'all later. All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.